I've never really looked at uh like audio waveforms when I'm talking. Like mm-hmm. I, just, I I I edit this show, so like I I see it a lot, <laughs> but like never live. And I'm having a lot of fun, like raising my voice and seeing it going really low, and then going really quiet and seeing it be really small. Whoa, 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 whoa! See, the audience can't see. See, the audience can't see this because unless they put it into like Audacity or Audition or something, they can't see the waveforms. But man, I'm having a great. It's like a lot of mountains. Anyway, <laughs> should we start the show? <laughs> I think I think we shall. Error 404, intro not found. Just kidding. Hi, I'm Bradley Miller. (laughs) And I'm Hank Farr. And this is No Good Ideas. In this podcast, we explore all kinds of awful ideas throughout history and pop culture. From lousy leadership decisions to PR disasters, we're gonna cover it all. And maybe 01010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010010
It's okay. entirely possible. Oh, oh, oh no, your voice is cracking. Okay. Uh, so in the corner of the studio, we have like a little bench. I feel like you can probably go sit over yeah. there and just kind of like take a little breather. You know, you can come back anytime you want. Okay. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go over there now. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. All right. Hello, cry. Bye, Batman. Well, wow, so yeah, I'm sorry. Our guest is having a real rough day, but yeah, he's not. Um, he's not having a good one. Yeah, I guess it's just going to be you and me for the rest of the episode. Then yeah, he can come back anytime he wants, though. Yeah, he can. <laughs> maybe he'll, maybe he'll come back on for some extraneous bit around two two thirds of the way throughout the episode. I don't yeah, know. We'll see. That maybe we'll do some type of callback and bring him back <laughs> in, <laughs> and then yeah, he'll become pertinent again. That sounds like a good way to do it. Anyway, all right. Uh, so, so <laughs> why were taking- you speaking in binary? Uh, the reason why I was speaking binary is because today we're going to be talking about Microsoft, the computer company based out of Seattle, Redmond, wherever, uh, someplace around there, Washington. Bill Gates is going to put a microchip in my skin. Yeah. Is that, that's, well, that's is not that the, the no good idea we're talking about? No, that's not. We're talking about a, oh. uh, a computer <laughs> software that they made years and years ago uh, going on, a, what is it, probably th- 25 years ago yeah 25 years ago wow called microsoft bob microsoft robert mm-hmm. so wow what do you do uh let's talk <laughs> about robert uh so computers they do great things we can agree on that right yeah yeah, yeah. i mean we're talking to each other through a computer right now exactly you can do a zoom meeting but like you can like make documents you can work with like gin- ginormous enormous numbers uh you can create video <laughs> graphics, amazing things, you know, uh, computers yeah. are are great. But the one problem, you know, what the biggest problem of computers, especially back then in the 90s. Mm-mm. What was the biggest problem? Learning curve because they were new, you know. That's, yeah. And honestly, kind of still today, older people can't really use a computer. I don't want to generalize, but, you know, older yeah. people. <laughs> Uh, there's a tough learning curve that comes with computers, uh, especially back then, just because people weren't familiar with the layout. Now I feel like people got the gist of like, oh, you close out of a program by pressing that little button. And yeah, uh, it's like integrated enough into general society that you know how the basics work. Yeah, but we're talking about 1995. Back then, one third of American households didn't or they did have a personal computer. So two thirds didn't. One third. Wow. Had a computer. So. What percentage have them now? I'm actually curious, like, what the percentage is now? I want to say all of them, but... Uh, like, yeah, I feel like... like I, do, I mean, obviously, I'm looking over, like, communities where, I don't know, like, some people, like, don't have the money to have, like, a computer, but I I, I feel like a good chunk of people in America do, you know? Yeah, large percentage. I think so, too. I think that's right. So, yeah, so one third, that's definitely lo- way lower than it is now. Yeah. Way, way lower. So that's interesting. Okay. So uh, the technology was still fairly new and people were having a tough time navigating how to use it. So Microsoft were like, hey, let's uh, do something to fix this. So they started working on Microsoft Utopia, a new project. Whoa. So this is like the perfect world of Microsoft computer. Yeah, it's a that's a big name to attach to a project. It's really yeah, ambitious. Seriously, it's like wow, if we call okay. this uh, podcast uh, podcast perfect, <laughs> perfect podcast, perfect podcast, the perfect podcast. That sounds, that sounds like actually like kind of a good podcast name. Not gonna lie, 
perfect podcast. I mean, for, that is a yeah. pretty good name because whatever you do is technically perfect. You know, exactly. Yeah, yeah you can. You, you can do no wrong. So, you, yeah, with an ambitious name like that, it gathered people's attention. And so this project kind of spurred off of uh, development and of a development of another project they were doing called Microsoft Publisher, which was a desktop publishing software. And okay. in that program, they had little cartoon guides in the corner that would like help like, oh, press this button. And if you want to make the text bigger or whatever, and they're like little dogs and like ducks or whatever. And uh, it was back, you know, like Clippy. Remember Clippy? Yeah. Yeah. So it's essentially like that. that. Yeah. Um, and this is a uh, quote from uh, technologizer.com about Microsoft Bob uh, when they were developing and kind of doing test groups with Microsoft Publisher. Uh, this is a quote from it. Karen Fries and Barry Linnett, who were leaders for the development of this project mm-hmm. for uh, uh, Microsoft Utopia, uh, they held focus groups and showed uh, neophytes, people new to the program, an interface with an animated waterfowl as an on-screen helper. In an interview with the Wall Street Journal, Fries remembers one man's response. This guy was very emotional about it. He <laughs> grabbed my arm. He said, save all the money on the manuals and just give me this duck to always be there and tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's like... That emotional responses to really minor stuff like that are really funny. Like, did I tell you about the the new U.S. debt clock app? No, um, but sure, <laughs> let's talk about it. Okay, right. <laughs> so here's here's the thing, right? I there was this bit that I liked to do when we were in high school. So this is six years ago, where I would constantly reference like, "Oh, hey, this fun thing might be happening," but what we're like, and then just like talk about how the uh, the U.S. debt clock continues to run up, and then just post the link to usdebtclock.org. And I thought I thought thought it was really funny, and I don't think anybody else did. Sure, we're but, at graduation right now, but we need to talk about the big issues. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I actually did that. Um, so I remember that speech. <laughs> Very strange of you to just pull out your phone at the podium talking to a graduating class of 2017 and be like, did you know we're three trillion dollars in debt? (laughs) That's a big number. That's a big number. A big number. So um, usdebtclock.org has just released a new mobile app. And my younger sister sent me the link to the uh, the advertisement for their mobile app because it is so funny. So. It says like the amazing new mobile app, 3000 live stats in your pocket. And then it has customer testimonials, which like seem like satire. Um, Let's read a couple of these. Coolest app I've ever seen. I spent about 30 minutes looking at all of the info. So much more available than it shows on the App Store by page. Really cool info and unreal numbers abound. This is all about the U.S. debt. USdebtclock.org app. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then this one. I just downloaded the app within two minutes ago and already feeling like sharing with my entire family. That should tell you something. (laughs) That that was how that guy felt about the animated duck. Like, like, (laughs) I've I've only been interacting with this duck within two minutes ago, and I already feel like it needs to instruct me in all that I do in life. I imagine this guy, like, grabbing someone's arm and, like, realizing that this whole world of online not online but like computing that he thought 
man, I just don't get it. I'm I'm too old for this. I'm never going to be cool and like adapt to the latest technology. And then suddenly this animated duck waddles into the screen and was like, hey, I got you. And there's just tears in his eyes, grabbing one of the leaders of publisher and going, I love this. Don't let this duck leave me. Yeah. Yeah. I like to imagine the duck just walked on and just like didn't even say anything. But I just like walked on and just did, just did a cartoon duck noise. And he was like, I need sold. this. <laughs> sold. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> anyway, so with that. You it, it, so people liked the cartoons. Do you know mm-hmm. how to make a computer system easy for people to understand? You make it all cartoons. <laughs> so, like, like all cartoons, everything's cartoons. Yep. Here comes Microsoft Bob. Get rid of Microsoft Utopia. That's the name of the past. Microsoft <laughs> Bob is a more friendly this name. Perfect. This is Bob. This is Bob. You know, we all know a Bob. And now you got Microsoft Bob. Yeah. And so the way that Microsoft Bob looks is that instead of having your typical uh like desktop with the like little start bar at the bottom and like icons to click and go to different programs. No, this whole layout looked like a house. The whole thing looked like a cartoon house with different programs being different objects in that house. Like the word processor, you click on the pad and pen on the desk Uh, for the clock. You click on the calendar on the wall. If you want to see your like address book, you click on the Rolodex. It's like a little house of different rooms that you can navigate. Hmm through now did you have a little character walking around it or you just click on the things and it's all like placed around the house you are like you're it's like you're looking at the house there are like little guides and like characters in the corner yeah look up pictures of uh yeah i want to see what this looks like microsoft bob let's go to google images and just see what you got yeah garbage it looks like garbage it is all oh, it's so no. colorful and like not a good way. It's very cartoony. Uh, it looks it's basically imagine all clip art. And that is what it, it looks like. Dude, I'm pretty sure th- this is all clip art. Like, like I'm pretty sure it, like one I of these pictures all the actually is all. Cli- yeah, I bet they found their either found their way into clip art or they already had clip art and they used it. Anyway, so you can see that it literally the whole desktop or the whole program was just a house. And you go around and just click on different things. And you've got a little dog on the bottom right. Yep. That uh, says, bow wow, where's the manual? There isn't one. When you want to do something, just follow your guide. That's me. Yeah. The, the, the little dog's name Rover. Uh, there's different like guides you can have for different programs. Uh, but that was the main one. And do you remember Windows XP with like the blue bar and the green mm-hmm. uh, start button? You know, when you clicked on the start button and there was that one dog. Yeah, that's Rover. Oh. It came from so Microsoft he, Bob. He actually lived. He, yeah, he, he Rover had a whole life. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, that's, that's good for him. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about this house, though. So you. To log into your computer, you do that by knocking on the door and you start, uh, you boot it up and there's a door and you enter your username and password. Uh, Just walk up to your computer, just you knock on the screen, hit it, (laughs) hit it a bunch Uh, of times. (laughs) uh, So you put in your username and password. Do you know what happens if you put in your password wrong three times? Your house burns down? No, you choose a new password. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Security. Great. How, how did they how did they decide on that? Hey. Uh, it's like it, this is probably geared towards older people at that time. Like they're not going to remember. <laughs> that is so stupid. Like what? Because I've, as you guys know, I've plugged in every episode the fact that I developed and like my friend and I developed an app. I didn't do any of the coding, but I did a lot of the, like we discussed all of the game design decisions together, and he coded them. Mm-hmm. Um, so like every game design decision was something that we worked on together. So you've got a gr- group of people that's like collaborating to discuss how every system in this application is going to work from the most basic background stuff that most people don't even think about existing to like the most integral like gimmicky things that are in it so somebody said what should happen if you get the password wrong like three times like should you have to like have it call like call your phone like i I don't know how how you would do password renewal in those days because i don't know how much access they had to that kind of stuff yet but like the the fact that they were like if you get the password wrong change the password (laughs) it's like nobody had the light bulb go on in that room and go hey what that's pointless. <laughs> That's completely and utterly pointless. Just remove the password system. Yeah. That's already so bad. That's just and like a little have... thing sprinkled in, in there. Uh, we already talked oh about gosh. Rover, uh, but there was a, a little assistant uh, in the Bob yeah. house. Uh, the helper was actually customizable, but Rover was the main one. And there were yeah, different I saw a picture with a bunch of different ones. Yeah. You can have different guides for uh, different features uh so let's talk uh, about shakespeare the shakespeare was one of them yeah huh it's a rat this thing's ugly that was, was i turtle? was gonna talk about that uh for one of the programs uh you can you put in new programs like i don't know firefox or different like web browsers mm. uh but there was scuzz the uh the <laughs> the rat that was the name and uh I'm just going to send you the photo that I'm seeing just so we're on the same page. If you check the chat. Um, yeah, let's take a look at this. Yep. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. So it is a uh, <laughs> cartoon, obviously uh crudely drawn rat with a big belly holding something big pink Some tail, object, huge yeah. buck teeth, uh, yeah. little tiny ears, just disproportionately. It looks weird. I don't like it's it. It's a weird, like, it's it's very close to being interestingly stylized. It's just not quite there, and it, it looks really bad. It looks odd. I'm looking at the other characters, though. There's this, like, weird bulldog thing hmm. that it's hideous. It's such a bad drawing. All I mean, of the artwork here is so bad. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. I, I think an important thing... Um, there's just so many artistic decisions here that just are so so awful like like the way that the buttons you can't because there's no consistent like artistic indicator that says this is a button this is a thing you can click on and this is background right like they kind of just meld into each other partly because a lot of the buttons are literally clip art with like yeah text like shoddily slapped on top of it not even angled to match the angles of the artwork mm-hmm. like i'm really wondering how little like budget was put into the art it's so off 
awful. It is very, very, very weird. It's just weird. No Good Ideas, we'll be right back. Anyway, well, let's talk about let's talk about some of the different programs that you can do on Microsoft Bob. <laughs> okay. Uh, so there is a word processor, the uh, pad and pen, uh, but it didn't make word files. You could just type stuff, and it was there. You can save. I mean, you could save these. it, but it was there. You could also you could mail them. You could email them. Uh, but, but keep in mind that Microsoft Bob was shipped right when the Internet was starting to be like an actual thing. So it didn't really have the Internet. Um, okay. So mail was done uh, through something called MCI Mail Service, which was like basically an electronic telegram uh, for five dollars. This is separate from Bob, but just a little bit on this for five dollars mm-hmm. a month. You can send 15 emails. Uh, additional ones costing <laughs> 45 cents. I just find that funny huh. because like it kind of it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Considering like, that mail costs money. Yeah. But it's that's crazy to think about now that like yeah. five bucks, you could send 15 emails. Send fi- 15 emails a week. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. For free. For free. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's fun. Uh, sure. <laughs> Want to know one of the other programs that came pre-installed with Microsoft Bob? What is that? You're never going to guess it. It is an estate planner what yeah and like like architectural design no for like when you die like give all of my stuff to this person create a will (laughs) and you can have like the guide was like a little cartoon dog so you have a little cartoon dog plan out like your death your death (laughs) (laughs) exactly what yeah I don't get. I mean, I guess it's 1995, so nobody really knew exact. Like, it hadn't like they hadn't refined. Like, okay, here's the basic features of a computer that you always need to have, and this is what you have at the base level. Like, the fact that they had that is so so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was I, an I don't get feature. it. I think it's hilarious. especially because it sounds like it was more geared towards. I mean, I guess it makes sense that it's more geared towards old people that don't understand how technology works as much. But like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like uh, I don't know. You don't have to shove it in their faces. Give them the option to add that. Don't just go like like, hello, old person. Here's a doggy to help you through it. Here's a letter. By the way, the letter writer clip art is a chicken at a typewriter that's at an angle that's not matching the rest of the the house. It's really that's that's funny. It's like you can use a letter writer with a chicken. Uh, <laughs> plan for your oncoming death, oldie. Here at Microsoft, <sighs> we believe that technology should be uh, capable to be in the hands of anyone. Young, old, it's all the same. Also, <laughs> death is inevitable. Microsoft, plan for your future. <laughs> plan for your guaranteed future. Anyway, it's so, going to happen. So that was a fun little thing that came with it. Uh, the whole house was customizable. You could rearrange the huh. items and objects wherever yeah. you wanted. So I think that's pretty cool. You can have like your own little nice. house in your house, you know, and so like your yeah. own place, your own pad. And overall, it's just a very cartoony, weird computer. And it's really strange to see this now when most computers don't have any personality to it. You know, it's just yeah. program, program, you know. Uh, this this has a whole lot of just rancid, awful personality. So let's talk about how this did. 
Yeah, yeah, I'd like to know the reception. We talk, we kind of laugh about this now, but back then, Mm -hmm. people liked the idea of having an easy-to-use computer. Uh, Mm -hmm. A technology analyst at the time said, quote, Bob is going to be another nail in Apple's coffin unless Apple can somehow raise the standard yet again on the ease-to-use front. So people were kind of banking on this to have like a really simple, Hmm. easy-to-use computer. But it just didn't do that well. And one of the main yeah. reasons why was because the product didn't run that well. Uh, oh. Melinda Gates, uh, who was one of the marketing leaders on the project, said that people had to have a more powerful computer than what most people had in order to have this run smoothly. And it just it was really huh. clunky. It just didn't work that well. And yeah. then the reviews from users in the media were just bad. People didn't like it. It was too, it wasn't consistent, you know, like we were talking mm-hmm. about. It's just, it kept just, I, I can't even talk about it. It's just a lot once you look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, after this episode, go to Google Images and just look up Microsoft Bob and you'll be like, ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, audience yeah, will uh, be, yeah. Anyway, uh, Microsoft actually gave reviewers early access to Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, so like three months ahead of its release, the media oh. was just like bashing it and saying like, this is awful. Uh, that's not good. Yeah. In the program, like you're mentioning before when the uh, Rover saying that it was so easy to use that it didn't come with a manual. Instead, it <laughs> came with a 28 page magazine in quotes. Uh, that and, sounds a whole lot like a manual. Yeah. And then, uh, the <laughs> publishing arm of Microsoft eventually made a 200 plus page book about how to use bob so they kind of went back on the whole manual thing and made a whole book about it but it's technically not a manual pages seems like a lot well hey i need 200 pages to understand how to use that um (laughs) overall bob only sold fifty-eight thousand copies total oh, i was really hoping it was just gonna be 58 58 people no but like that's not that many people that's like no that's not because you said that like a third of american households had it that's that's a hundred million i i don't know how many people lived in the u.s in 1995 that's true yeah but i mean still in terms of microsoft fifty-eight thousand, not that much that's Uh, still super low it is rated as one of the worst tech products ever released period wow that's insane actually Mm -hmm. uh but so it all seems like Bob was just a miserable failure, right? Yeah. Alas, there's some pros to it. We're going to we're going to see how Bob was used in a positive and debatably negative light. So <laughs> when they later made uh, Microsoft later made Windows XP, uh, mm. they scrambled and encrypted. So the way it worked was you have the Windows XP CD and there was some space available left on the CD. And mm. when there's some space available, it makes it easy for people to illegally download it. So what they oh, did is okay. they took Microsoft Bob and they scrambled it up and encrypted it and put it on the same CD as Windows XP. So when people try to download it, it would take a lot longer for them to actually download it. Huh. Yeah. Which I found fascinating. That's, that's funny that they were like, what do we throw in here? Fill project. Ex- yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like literally people would like dig deep into like the, the files on the Windows XP CD. And they'd be like, wait, why is all of Microsoft Bob on this CD? <laughs> yeah. Which I find huh. hilarious. Yeah. That's super interesting. Wow. And I have one last fact. 
about Microsoft Bob that is going to blow your mind. Oh, Microsoft Bob was the birthplace of the world's most hated font, Comic Sans. No. It was made for Microsoft Bob. No, what? <laughs> and you want to know the worst thing about it? <laughs> what? They didn't use it. <laughs> they yeah, made I, was thinking, I was like, I didn't see it. They just used like Arial. Yep. They made, or they made it for Microsoft. Bob never used it, and now it, is, it haunts our dreams to this day. It was, it's the worst font ever, mm-hmm. rejected from one of the worst technology things ever. We should, we should have let it die with Bob. How did it become so notorious after that? How did I, it? They probably just threw it in Microsoft Word, and people liked it. I don't know the history of uh, Comic Yeah, like, like just first grade teachers were like, they were like scrolling through, and they were like... What is this? Looks like a My cartoon. First, Looks like a cartoon. Roll with it. Do all assignments in this. are going to buy, 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 buy. We, we need to invest in Comic Sans. Use it in everything. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. So that's a little little fun tidbit to end on for this. But I have a question Seriously. for you, Hank. Yeah, what's up? Uh, what complicated task or product would you want to make easier in the vein of microsoft bob i'll go first personally flying an airplane i want to go to an airplane i want to make it feel like a house i'll be like okay uh or like even just like a car you know be like okay that's the wheel you know press on the gas and it goes up press on the brakes and it goes down it's a house where if you when you pour your coffee it puts on more gas. Yeah, exactly. Pour your coffee, and then when you go to your um, your hamster's cage, and the hamster's got the wheel. That's your co-pilot. You spin the wheel. That's your. Are we, are we talking about planes or cars right now? I was talking about talking about planes still. Yeah, because planes take okay. gas, right? Yeah, yeah, they do. Right? Yeah, they, they kind of they have a throttle. So same thing. Right. Um, and then you you go over to the. Uh, the um the garage and you hit the garage door opener and that opens the cargo bay doors to launch everybody out the side exactly that makes it so uh, yeah, much it's easier like a house. it's so much easier <laughs> yeah what would you do Jeez, what would i want to make more like a house um you know, I, I gotta say, I feel like uh, I think just a, a factory, like ter- making like like factory work. You know, like like just like horrible, monotonous factory work into feeling like a house. Yeah. Uh, where when you go to the chicken with the typewriter, that's where you print things on the instruction manual. For the um, the weird kind of like kitschy uh, appliance that's going to be hung in little bags on the little in, in between uh, rows of stuff in the grocery store. It's going to be like, this can make your egg do circles. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I am very lost right now. <laughs> it's- uh yeah this is that that bit's probably gonna have to go out yeah okay so so you know like 
you know those things in grocery stores where like well, they've got a yeah it, there's like the, the things all hanging they're always like these weird appliances mm-hmm. that can uh yeah so like factor worked like i always thought like the factor worked to those make those things it's got to be like kind of miserable right oh yeah like i can't imagine that you're doing that and feeling like yeah i'm fulfilled in life <laughs> yeah. like you're making some weird like just water gun for making kids. those little like clappy hands that you wave back and forth and mm-hmm. make, yeah yeah exactly so that's what i would say should be more like a house um what's something else that should be more like you know or maybe just like cartoon instructions mm-hmm. um walking into wi-fi you know i actually feel like like for old people walking into wi-fi with a little cartoon instructor would be great yeah so that you can get your grandma set up with Wi-Fi so she can email you. I doubt I seriously doubt that that's going to be a problem going forward because like as people that are younger get older, they will have understood computers and been with them more. So I feel like the kind of the old people not understanding technology at all is going to be a thing of the past. Maybe not understanding the new stuff, but like we'll have like a basic grasp of it when we get old. Right. Um yeah. So maybe that won't be so necessary in the future. But I just, I like the idea, just people getting emotionally attached to these little animals that walk onto the screen. I find that's, that was the funniest part when I was researching <laughs> this of them just be like, I love this duck so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's just, the, the interesting thing is like, just, I would like to see how Microsoft would try making a similar product today. Now that I think they understand like UI creation a little better, where they'd make it so that everything is communicated, like as this is a thing you click, this is a thing that's background. You know, I feel like they could actually, I would be interested to see if they can make something that like was coherent and interesting and had some value. Well, it's, I think, like, I mean, that's not needed now because we have like voice activated assistants and whatever. I mean, true. they have Cortana, yeah. which is like their own Siri and like Google yeah. assistant, you know, that's true. So, yeah, maybe it wouldn't be necessary. It would just be interesting to like send like a UI UX use a UX designer back to that time and be like, OK, I wonder if the project would have done well if they known a little better how to make it work. Right. That would be neat to see. Yeah. So, yeah. But so Microsoft, Robert is dead. Robert is dead. Rover uh, died with Windows XP, right? I think so. And it wasn't in Vista. How old was Rover then? Windows Vista is going to be a whole other episode, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) A little little Microsoft humor. Anyway. (laughs) I use Apple, so I don't really get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Anywho. Okay. uh, That's the story of Microsoft Bob. A weird little. His short life. Yeah. Short, ugly life with his weird uh, clip art friends. Uh, speaking of having a short, ugly life with weird little clip art friends, uh, where can people find you, Hank? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesus, I guess you can find some of my weird clip art work at my YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash Hank Farr. I'm kidding. Uh, Hank's animations <laughs> is literally multipliers, <laughs> multipliers better than microsoft microsoft Bob, yeah 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 i can actually proudly say that i've put out a significantly better product than microsoft did with their horrible product microsoft Bob. i'm a better artist than anybody who worked on that product yeah um and you can also find my game which actually is where you're sitting in a house uh and interacting with something in the house you made a better microsoft bob kind of you kind of did 
Little Brother's Turn, iOS and Android, as well as on PC with uh, for, through Steam and itch.io. You can go experience a little Microsoft Robert for yourself, uh, sitting in a house with your little brother stealing your controller. It's mm-hmm. fun, I swear. Yeah, it's like Bradley, Microsoft Bob, your phone. Yeah, exactly. So, Bradley, where can they find uh, your uh, shitty, awful clip art garbage <laughs> life? They can find my clip art garbage life over at at Bradley with an E on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Letterboxd, everything uh, that you uh, go on to waste time. I am also wasting time on it. Uh, you can also go to Brad.rocks and see all of my other projects and everything we ever done. You can also follow this show you're listening to at uh, no good ideas pod on uh, Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. I, I just threw that on there. I don't know if I'm going to update that anytime in the future, but I mean, we have the username, so whatever. No reason not to follow. It's not like it's going to hurt you. Exactly. Also, uh, if you enjoy the show, review it on Apple Podcasts. And by the time this is out, probably iHeartRadio. We're on iHeartRadio, so that's fine. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, so give us some uh, five star. We'll, we'll take four star reviews on there as well. Yeah, we'll take a four star. If you think, if you honestly think this show's uh, four stars, then just give it four stars. But if if you want five stars, it's like, better. Yeah, like three. That's like okay. You're clearly being honest with your view. Two, two. You're being it's mean. like two is like. Why would you rate anything two stars? I mean, don't rate our show two stars. But it's like if you think something's two <laughs> stars. If I think something's worth two stars, I wouldn't go out of my way to rate it that. If it's yeah. one star, I hate it. I'm gonna go and give it one yeah, star. Yeah, that means you're going. At, but if that's it's such a good point. If it's two, I just that's it's not good enough for me to care. Yeah, it's not awful enough to be like two star review. I'm really slamming it this time. There's some good things. But I dislike it enough to give it two stars. Exactly. So, yeah, so don't do don't do that. Don't do that. That's not Please. a good idea at all. <laughs> if you're going to give us a bad review, go all out and give us one star. Make it worth don't your while. Don't do that, actually. Give us five stars, please. It really helps out. <laughs> I am challenging you. <laughs> no, no. If you give us one star, it's going to put us down in, like, the whatever ranking. Yeah, so give us don't. five star. Please, please. Yeah, actually, give us five star and then just write, like, a mean comment if you hate it so much. Yeah, if you hate the show, write it in the <laughs> review. But give us five stars. Anyway. <laughs> That's just... Compromise with us here because we want to show it to other people at least. Anyway, uh, all right, and so that's basically it for this episode. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <bye-bye>. Bye. <laughs> what if we actually right, ended it like that? Wait, oh, we're that actually be- ending it like. All right, sweet. Let's end it like that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>